How was your Labor Day? <gasps> Boring. Did you do anything at all? Uh, no. I mean, do you mean like for Monday or the weekend? Yeah, or just like anything. I don't, like whatever you want. No, I. Um, I mean, the answer is mostly the same. I didn't do <laughs> a thing. <laughs> well, did you just... at least have some extra time to like relax for yourself? Yeah, so last weekend was, like, one of my first weekends where I just didn't do anything, and I was like, oh, my God, like, relaxation just feels amazing. (laughs) And so this weekend, I tried to do the same thing again, and I, like, mostly did it, but then yesterday I couldn't help but, like, do some work, but... You did um, work yesterday? Yeah. I mean, work never stops, guys. Uh, And so, yeah... I didn't, yeah, I just, it was relaxing. I didn't really do anything. I got, like, tacos with Mora, which is nice at all times. Where Social did you distanced. It was safe. go to Tacos Tequila Whiskey? No, we, we actually just went to Illegal Pete's. Oh, Illegal Pete's is good, though. Yeah, they are really good. For um, anyone who doesn't know, Illegal Pete's is, like, it's basically Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah, but slightly different topping options. Oh, I don't think it's as good as Chipotle either. But you can get like potatoes, right? Yeah, you can do like a breakfasty burrito there. Mm -hmm. That's what I remember from being um, going to Illegal Pete's a few times, and I feel like they had good queso or something. Yeah, they do. They have good queso and and like they have a bar. Yeah, they have a full bar, which is also nice. But they had some like. Um, I know a lot of places are using QR codes now, and so oh, their, interesting. Their QR code for their menu was automatic; like you could just order off of your phone, and they would just oh, bring that's it awesome. to you. That's um, how yeah. it should be from now on, forever. Seriously. Because, I yeah, I I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. I'm like no, overexcited. Um, I used to be a server back in the day, and it would have been so helpful if people could just order their own dang food. Because there's just too much of an opportunity for miscommunication. And at least, like, and there were times where you're like, okay, I know you said X, Y, or Z. So it would be so much easier if people could just do their own thing. So hopefully this continues, you know, after, or like, if your server needs you to, or needs to be checked, or blah, blah, blah. What am I trying to say? If you need your server to check on you, if they could, like, indicate that through like an app or something so i was like that'd be genius there's this ramen place that drell and i have gone to a couple times in covid um and they for they're super intense with like you go in and they have like a whole like face scanner that checks your Mm. temperature (laughs) like it's really intense and then at the table they have like these buttons Mm-hmm. And it almost it almost looks like what you get when you're at a restaurant and waiting for a seat, like that transponder thing. But it's yeah, it has, it has buttons, and like one is like napkins, water, oh. like order, like and so you just press whatever it is, and so they'll just like so you press napkins and they just walk over, put napkins on your table, and walk away. And I love it. 
I'm that's like, the dream in my, i hate talking to people yeah. i'm such a bad server <laughs> i i also like i understand why it, it's important to tip but i also think that there's like a minimum standard for like a good tip and for me usually like where people start losing points on like getting an excellent like out of this world kind of tip with me is like super super bad service and so just Mm -hmm. being able to kind of take the pressure off of the server a little bit like I know you're busy but also like I never got half my order or something right like being able to just kind of take that off and just you know have buttons and just you know get what I need and I leave pleasantly like or pleasant happy whatever um with no complaints generous yeah yeah extra generous yeah leave a reasonable one at least but coming from being a server i feel like i always way over tip like i think for me if someone gives like mediocre service i'm like okay 20 percent. but then if someone gives just like regular human service like if you're nice to me i will tip like over that just because i've been there and i know how it goes i i'm torn on it because and i mean i feel like i always bring things back to race but i have experienced as a black woman and like my husband we both have experienced like complete like racism from our like servers i'm talking like sitting us like creating their own little de facto black section (laughs) oh absolutely and being on the other end of it people are super racist when it comes to seating tables you know like it's it definitely exists like it's not in your imagination yeah and so for me i just feel very like I, i i don't even feel like i have a high bar but I just, I'm like, don't, like, I don't even want to, like, feel like you're being slightly rude to me. Because why do I, like, I understand that you're possibly, because not every restaurant pays people um, below, like, minimum wage. But I understand that you're possibly, you know, getting paid below minimum wage. But if you can't even be polite to me. Right. Like, well, that's why the should thing. I give you extra money out of Is even... Even if I had tables that came in that I knew were not going to tip me well, you still, it's your responsibility to treat them well and not treat them any, like, I would never treat any of my tables differently than others, unless it was teenagers, Yeah, because there was a lot of, I worked in a restaurant in the suburb of where I was at, and it wasn't even that I was, like, rude to them or anything, it's just I wouldn't, like, break my neck to give them the most excellent service ever because they were all just so obnoxious and they all tipped horribly oh my god there'd be like 16 year olds that would come in with like designer purses and like keys to their whatever car their parents bought them and they would tip you like a dollar on like a 20 dollar bill and i'm like oh my god i know that you could afford to tip more than that but you're just like that would drive me crazy i also i do think i do think I didn't fully understand tipping when I was, like, a teenager. Right. Like, you know, I just didn't, I didn't fully get it. But, like, even now, like, I will tip, like, at least 20% usually. But, yeah, like, we just went to a, um, we went to another ramen place that, it's a chain, and I've had this place in other cities, and I love it. It's, Mm -hmm. like, I 
yeah, it's one of my favorite ramen places. And so I was so excited that they finally opened in Denver. And like the waiter was like, and maybe I'm being a little sensitive. I cannot stand when like waiters like infantilize you. Like, don't call me sweetie. Don't call me dear. Oh, yeah. Like I no. might like I could very well be older than you. Either way, like <laughs> I'm not your friend. So like, don't talk to me like that. Just like stop. Um, but then like I just ask him like questions and he just be like really rude. Um, oh. Like there's like a specific like seasoning sauce that this like restaurant is like known for. And usually it's out on the table, but because of COVID it's not. And so I'm asking for it and he's like, I don't know. I have like hundreds of seasoning. What do you want? Like salt, <gasps> pepper, like a, uh. and I'm just like, never mind, oh please go away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little quote unquote picky. And so I asked for. Oh, but um, you're not that bad. I asked for my ramen um, without, like, all the additional, like, veggies and stuff because I don't really care about vegetables. And he brings it out, like, filled to the brim, like, completely oh, with just beans, no. green sprout, bean sprouts. And sorry, I said bean sprouts, like, a thousand times because I can't say it. But um, and then he, like, walks over to the table. He goes, ooh, they put bean sprouts in it. Hmm, guess they didn't realize it was a vegetable. Haha, <laughs> that sucks. Walks away. <laughs> What? I'm like, bro. What? <laughs> yeah. So I literally, oh, gosh. I like left not a great tip and I like wrote bean sprouts are a vegetable. On the, <laughs> oh my on God. The that's too funny. And then I left a review and the like owner just like messaged me and was like, hey, what's your home address so we can send you a gift card? I'm like, I just left a bad review and named this guy by name. I'm not giving you my address. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, Maybe no it's that you. guy just trying to get his revenge. Right? I'm like, you could take my email address maybe if I go back. But even then, no, thank you. I'm, I'm good. Well, that was nice that they tried to, yeah. you know, rectify the situation. And, like, well, to me, it sounds like that was completely deserved. To me, what makes me the most angry is that we as a society reward like terrible customers because it sounds like you took all the right avenues so like in that case absolutely you deserved a gift card but in other cases in the restaurant that i worked if there were things that like didn't even go wrong or like bad things that happened to certain people if they were really polite about it we wouldn't give them like a free appetizer or Mm-hmm. whatever and I would always try to like get my I had no control over whether or not I could give people free stuff or comp it or whatever yeah. um but if people were really polite the like that's what the managers would ask they would they would be like well are they upset about it and if I was like no they're really polite they'd be like well whatever they're not getting anything free but if someone was just a huge jerk about something even things that like weren't like the customer's not always right the customer's definitely wrong they would get free stuff. They would get rewarded for being, yeah. like, terrible. And that's what I can't stand. Because, like, whenever I go to a restaurant, I'm whenever anything goes wrong, I am, like, the nicest person. Like, I could wait two hours for my food, and I would, like, not be mean about it. And I would still leave a good tip. That might be over-exaggerating a little bit. But, like, yeah, I will never... Yeah. I mess up so many orders that, like, <laughs> I will be nice because, like... And also, like, someone could be having a bad day. It could be, like, the kitchen messed up your order. Or there's so many other factors. Um, But where was I going with this tangent? Oh, yeah. I just don't like that, like, I don't get free stuff because I'm I'm nice if people mess up my order. (laughs) But I'm not going to be a jerk about it. I'm just not. I don't have that, like, bone in my body. I just, 
I cannot be mean to like anyone. I can, but I'm usually not. But like in this guy, he even pissed me off even more because like the table, the guy next to us, I think he forgot to bring him like wasabi or something. And then was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot your wasabi. He was just like free drinks on me. And I'm like, uh, you suck. Well, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like this guy's. Well, that's prob- that might have been why they were, you know, so keen to like offer you yeah. um, a gift card because that guy might have a history of being not the best. And I'm sure that they maybe having a hard time like hiring people and getting people to come in so they might be stuck with a bottom of the barrel people yeah anyway that was fun (laughs) what a what a great time well Uh, you know as long as you were able to take some time off for yourself and yeah what'd you do um we drove up we're gonna be in rochester for a little bit not as long as last time but at least here I have like a door I can shut for when I'm podcasting and you can't hear like people talking in the background. So that's kind of nice. Um, Evan's parents' cat absolutely hates me. Uh-huh. Um, she is just full on hissing. Like if I get near her, I think because I'm associated with Gary. So this cat like can't stand me and it hurts my feelings. Did you not bring Gary this time? Oh, we did. We did. She's here. They're both here. I thought they were okay last time. They were, yeah, they were kind of buddies. They would, like, chase each other around and, like, swat and hiss a little bit, but nothing, like, not, it was, like, playful. But Squeaker is a cat, is still adjusting to to Gary. Gary couldn't give a care that another cat is here. She just, like, walks around and does her own thing. And the other cat is, like, watching her with, like, dagger eyes and, like, she'll, like, hiss at her and, like, freak out. And Gary just, like, doesn't even notice that she's there. Gary only wants, like, two things in life. And that's, like, treats and to go eat grass outside. So. God bless Gary. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that Evan will let me foster kittens one day. Because she's, like, I'm, like, look, Gary's so chill. If we got little kittens in our house, she would not eat them, probably. I so, kind of, I I kind of want to foster, like, a dog, just just because. Um, but I was looking at, like, one of the places here to foster, and they're like, I don't know if all places say this, but you, like, you need to have, like, its own private room <laughs> yeah. for a dog. And I'm like, I mean, seems Hypothetically, very yes, but. Never mind. <laughs> well, that's what I was looking through an application just to see. And it was like, do you care if your furniture gets destroyed? Would there be a separate room? And like, all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I already have one that destroys my furniture. So I'm not, that's fine. And like, I, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say we have all hardwood floors. So it's not like we have a carpet that cats could pee on. That's like the main concern for me. We have like a second room, but it's also my art studio. So like, please, I'd rather you ruin it anywhere else. Oh god! Oh, that could be like the well. I feel like they just want you to have a a second room in case your animal does not get along with the other animal, just so they're not. I can put, but I can put Ollie in a closet. Like (laughs) I have a very big closet; it's huge. I could sleep in there. Uh, and I'm sure Ollie would get along fine with any other dog. Yeah, it might. It it would probably be the other dog that wouldn't get along with him. 
Yeah, he's super playful and he doesn't realize when like other dogs are not playing with him, he thinks everything is playing. And so I've had times where I'm like, Ollie, this dog is about to like eat you, please. Stop. Oh my God, that's or so cute. Once, um, and like he just would not leave this other husky alone. And so the, so the other husky like peed on Ollie's head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and he still wouldn't stop. And I'm like, bro, like you're saturated in urine. I'm like, please. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pink Collar Crime, a true crime podcast focusing exclusively on crimes committed by women. I'm Rachel. And I'm Natalie. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Each week, we're going to tell you about one or two cases of crimes committed by women and discuss details, motives, similarities, and differences, etc., etc. If you like our show, tell your friends. Please subscribe and give us a five-star rating and tell us what you love or don't love about the show. And give us a follow on social media at pinkcollar underscore pod. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can totally see that happening, too, with (laughs) Ollie being the way that he is. All right. Segue into the episode, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm sure this will be in our episode description. But, you know, we need vacations, too. And after the Labor Day weekend... Neither of us had it in us to do a super long episode, especially after this day of work just like hit me like a ton of bricks. So what we decided on was just doing a mini episode to keep you guys satisfied, hopefully for another week. Um, And we're going to do some like funny crimes or like weird crimes because usually there's not like a ton of information on them anyway, but I think they're just fun to hear about sometimes. So, um, I texted Natalie with my idea. What information did I send you? I said something about an iguana. Yeah, something about a pirate? And something about Pringles can. Oh, was that what? Yeah. (laughs) Pringles can. Starts with a P. I I think I read pirate (laughs) can. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what she's talking about, but sure. No, but we do want to do like an actual pirate episode. So that. Yeah. Someday. Maybe that sounds like a very like October-y Halloween kind of episode. I don't know. It'll be, it's in the books. We'll put it on the list. Yeah, Um, But no. So I have two mini cases. Um, One involves iguanas. The other is Pringles can. So it's not in all the same thing. Um, So just to to find out. (laughs) to preface not to go on more tangents but so so what's the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten and you're a picky eater so it might not get that crazy but the weirdest thing i've ever eaten yeah or like the most exotic maybe most exotic um i mean it probably some sort of haitian food like we have this like dried salt fish that looks Mm. horrifying but it's so delicious yeah, I've eaten that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would never in a million years eat that. So that sounds pretty exotic to me. I've also had tripe by accident before as a kid. Oh, what's that? So Is that um? It's like stomach. I know. I I've seen it on Chopped. That's yeah. gross. Yeah, it's chewy. Well, so bad. Well. <laughs> anyway, but um, 
actually i'm like super on board with the whole like i think if you're going to eat an animal that every part part should be used yeah but that being said you'd be a big fan of my dad he'll like he's like every part of the animal is edible doesn't matter which part even the butthole he will eat i mean that's what (laughs) chitterlings chitlins ew yeah oh my god okay Um. well (laughs) i support that i'm sorry i'm grossed out by it but i don't eat animals at all so i can support that and not have to take part in it I, before I became vegetarian, maybe like seven, eight years ago, I ate alligator once. That's the most exotic thing I've ever eaten. Um, just because I have to talk about myself before I get into the story. Okay. I licked frog meat. So, it was the frog that we were dissecting. (gasps) That's even worse. (laughs) Natalie. I refused. I wouldn't even dissect the frog. I I sat in the hallway and I draw, I drew a poster (laughs) of a human body instead. And even that was gross. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. So, have you ever looked at a wild animal and been like, wow, I wonder what that tastes like? Well, Vanessa Starbaum of Illinois, my homeland, and Alexander Daniel Rust of Indiana sure did. While vacationing in the Bahamas, the pair decided to capture some iguanas and have themselves a nice cookout. They posted pictures on Facebook of them catching the iguana, two men eating the iguana pieces, and a man and a woman cleaning what looked like an undersized conch. What is it? Conch? 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 I thought it was conch my entire life. You could say conch. I think you, I think people say either way. I say conch. I remember when I was watching The Bachelor, whatever, I think it was like Colton and somebody, they were eating... they were like sing conk and i was like oh no have i been saying that wrong my whole life anyway um (laughs) they were cleaning it so i assumed they were going to eat it so somebody showed these pictures to the bahaman authorities and the two were promptly arrested and so just so everyone knows iguanas are protected under the convention on international trade in endangered species of flora and fauna They could have also been charged in the U.S. because of a law that makes it illegal to commit an offense in a country that has a relationship with the U.S., which just seems kind of redundant, but sure, whatever. (laughs) Um, That was the only information that was really out there on that case, so I don't know if they were ever charged or what the deal was there. But some more information on eating iguanas, because I know everyone wants to hear it, in some places, iguanas are known as the chicken of the trees. Iguana meat has more protein than chicken meat, and in some cultures, it is believed to have medicinal properties. In South Florida, the land of your people, the iguanas are running rampant. <laughs> so eating iguanas is a way of helping to control the population. A traditional method of eating these scaly dudes is to cut off their heads and oh. roast their body over a fire. You roast it, leaving the skin on, which I'm sure is a sight to see, uh, because it's easier to remove the skin once it is cooked. Some people leave the skin on because they like to pretend they're eating tiny little dinosaurs. If you have heard the story and you suddenly have a hankering for some lizard, you can get some from the California-based exotic meat markets. Owner, Ashnupathic, which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, said he imports approximately 10,000 pounds of iguana meat from Florida trappers every month. You can get 
a pound of boneless meat for the low, low price of $59.99 a pound, or you can get all the guts with it for $49.99 a pound. Uh, the guy gets the iguanas live and then freezes them to death so oh they are God. safe, question mark, to eat. <laughs> Everyone can DM me if you want the recipe for iguana burritos. And don't DM her. <laughs> story one. I don't. I it, there was a YouTube video. That's what I would send you. Oh my um, gosh, that is appalling. And iguanas are t- like lizards in general terrify me. Like komodo dragons or any type of like monitor lizard is like among my biggest fears. And you know I have many fears. Did have you know that we have a lizard at my house right in Illinois? Oh no. We have a pet lizard. His name's Little Homie. Um, he's pretty cool. He just chills out in the tank and you just feed him little bugs and stuff. No. Super he's gross. very nice. I think before I was kind of like iffy on reptiles, but he's so cool. You just like pick him up out of the cage and you put him on your shirt and he just hangs out there and then you like pet him. And he like you sometimes like put him on the ground and he just like runs around the house. It's great. That's I love like, little lizards. No. Oh my god. I like Chrissy Teigen, I guess her children have a pet lizard and they're just like walking around like setting him on like setting him on things and like pet it like having the lizard on their shoulder and I freak out every time I see. No, like, lizards I can't even. are cute. I remember so cute. I remember walking outside once and I had to have been Maybe in, like, middle school or, like, late elementary school, based on the house that it was. But I remember walking outside, and we had, like, this huge, like, six-foot-tall, like, gate, like, around Mm -hmm. our, um, like, house. And so I was, like, walking to, like, leave the gate, and I open it, and there's, like, a freaking iguana, like, at the top. And I run back inside, and I did not leave the house for a week. I was like, I need to make sure that it's gone. I cannot... (laughs) Do you remember when we were at work one day and you came and sat down and you like look like you'd seen a ghost and you were like, I just got on the elevator and there was some guy with an iguana on his shoulder. Remember? Um, no, I must have blocked that out. Well, actually, I'm having vague memories. <laughs> I'm having vague <laughs> memories of, of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I completely forgot. That was a thing. And like we weren't in a hospital, so <laughs> it's like even more weird that you would arrive <laughs> with an iguana. Yeah, I think I'm remembering this guy. He had like like a leash tied around it. Oh my god, of course he and did. Well like, it's better sh- that than just like well, the yeah. iguana could run loose. But also like I think we have policies about like what type of animals are yeah. inside, are allowed inside and i don't think like it like an iguana is not helping you see anything so no maybe it's an emotional support animal <laughs> um, whatever that's too <laughs> funny i can't bl- i didn't remember that while i was i just remembered that now no. um but that's interesting that you saw a real life iguana out in the wild in florida well lizards were everywhere we also had those like we called them curly tails i don't know what they're really called but those they're like real they're thick and like, thick they're just they're just they're just gross like really curly tails and at my high school the first two years like 
we only had like outdoor like halls like it was yeah and the lockers like there were cracks um in the mm-hmm. cement and so the like these lizards would like come <laughs> like run in and out of like the cracks below the lockers while you're mm. trying to get your things interesting so i stopped um i stopped using lockers i just i got I, I put a box in like my debate coach's classroom and i put like natalie's box like i labeled it natalie's box and i'd just be interrupting her class to like get my things because <laughs> i was like no <sighs> anyway what's the next one <laughs> okay um so this will be less like you know what, what like heebie-jeebie inducing um good, good so in wichita falls texas a woman got banned from a Walmart for riding around in an electric scooter, which is meant for people who, you know, needed to get around the store, for three hours in the parking lot. So I feel like that's something, like, just doing that alone would be kind of a weird thing to do and to commit so much time to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, Homegirl whose name was never released, so that's why I'm, I'm not including it, was drinking wine out of a Pringles can. <laughs> so the police got a call around 9 a.m. from someone complaining of suspicious activity in a Walmart parking lot. She had been riding in the cart since 6.30 in the morning. Why? Who wakes up before 6.30 in the morning to do anything? Much less to pregame on an electric scooter in a Walmart parking lot. Um, I love it. <laughs> so the police, when the police showed up, they were able to track her down. She was in a restaurant nearby. Um, and although she was not arrested, the nameless woman has been banned from Walmart. Um, so she developed a bit of a fan club after uh, the whole incident happened. And someone even... Uh, started an event called drinking wine out of a Pringles cup in a Walmart parking lot. (laughs) 10,000 people were like, yeah, I'm interested. And then 2,000 people gave a hard yes, but only three people showed up to the actual event, (laughs) which there was a newscaster that recorded the whole thing so you can watch the video online if you want of the three sad people that showed up to drink. And they were like, oh, we're just drinking water because we don't want to get arrested. I'm like, sure you are. Um, so that's the story about the Pringles kid. Although the mental health therapist in me like thinks that this is probably some questionable behavior and like someone that might be going on like a bender or yeah. having a really hard time. So if that's the case... I really hope that you got the help that you needed after that and that was like a wake-up call for you but if you're just like a hardcore person who was like i'm gonna go ride an electric scooter around and drink wine out of a pringles can until the police come then you know what good for you (laughs) i think that might be my halloween costume this year is i'm just gonna put some wine in a pringles can in my house not at walmart that's funny and drink out of it well now i'm like interested What's the weirdest thing you've ever drank an alcohol out of? If there is such a thing. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've only ever... Used a cup. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm very snobby 
and very immune to peer pressure. So I don't usually drink things yeah. because other people are telling me to or like gross things. Yeah. Um, but I guess I don't know if it if I should share this story. But I was like one hundred percent twenty one. I. I might have even been 22 at the time, but completely legal for me to be drinking. I had this cute little flask that um, was, like, pearl encrusted, mm-hmm. and, like, I didn't really use it ever. I just thought it was pretty. Someone's mom stole it from me. <laughs> like, my little sister's friend's mom, like, it's not nice. had it and just took it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm a poor college student, and you just stole that from me. That is not nice. Whoever you are, we know what you did. I want it back. Well, now my little sister, she eventually, like, just a year ago, got me a purse flask. So it's, like, a little cute little leather flask that has, like, a gold chain on it, like a purse. But I'm, like, when in the heck am I ever going to use this? Because I don't really drink at all. Especially not, like, out of a flask. Mm-hmm. I, lately, I just, like, if I have even, like, a glass of wine, I get a stomachache. I'm like, oh, this is what old age is like. This is fun. Aww. I love this. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever really drank in, certainly nothing out of a Pringles can. Um, I can't think of, I don't think I've ever just, I mean, either a cup or like the bottle i have a friend who i don't think we were the type of people in college that were like in college though i did have a friend who she like always had her purse on her like like clinging to it at all times i'm like girl what's in your purse (laughs) and she would like open it and it'd be like the bag from like um like a franzia like boxed what she would just put the bag in her purse (gasps) that is concerning behavior well she was like i mean it's cheap and i don't want to like have to pay for like drinks or like you know drink other people's drinks like actually no that's very smart good good for you for being frugal her own little she had her own little tap in her back oh wait no well so this is how lame i was in Mm -hmm. college is i worked in like an alcohol research lab Mm-hmm. So I would go to the tailgates and breathalyze people and give them surveys and pay them money. Okay. So I'd, I like, was... wake up early to go to the games so that... Because, like, people would be waking up at, like, 7 a.m. to go tailgate. But yeah. I would go just to, like, breathalyze them and collect collect data. At first I was like, <laughs> were you just doing this for fun? But then I was like, okay, part of a study, that's good. Oh, yeah, I... no, for fun. I would just go breathalyze, you know. As I, as only, I do. I only ever went to like two tailgates and I was like, oh, not for me. See, that's what was concerning for me was that like we had a lot of, I only had football tickets my freshman year, but we had so many early games and people would like, fraternities and stuff, they would wake up at like 6 a.m. to go start drinking before the game at like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, you guys don't even wake up for class at like 10 a.m. So what on earth? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That, to me, like I said, I think I think we can I can speak for both of us too. Saying we were not 
the cool kids in college who were like like I, mean, <laughs> I was just I, gonna say i was cool i just oh yes. wasn't trying to start an alcohol problem <laughs> I think you're you're probably cooler than me, but um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I was like the one person, and I think I said this before too that like all those drug things in school, like dare and stuff, totally worked on me. Um, yeah. Two for sororities and fraternities, we had to attend like anti hazing, um, of like things. So like some guy like came and like talked about drunk driving or like someone in his family died i think it was like his daughter or something from a drunk driver and they were like very anti-hazing and they were like giving presentations and like obviously it still happened not really within the sororities at all but with the fraternities it would um but i was the one person that that worked on and after we saw the presentation i was like actually crying and i was like telling my friends I was like please don't let people haze you and don't drink too much like I was always that person like getting people water or like DDing and like I, I, I care too observing. much silently I care too much um. well yeah see that's the thing is like I was just I don't know I don't like peer pressure doesn't face me so if people are like oh my god drink I'm like no I don't want it I just couldn't like I like I remember trying to drink it I'm like this is either makes me sleepy or I just don't like the taste so never mind I want to do it I obviously if I'm drinking I like I'm almost to the T like following all the like responsible drinking like don't I don't binge drink I never binge drink I would like always have a glass of water in between and like put lots of ice in your drink and like always make sure that you are pouring your own drink like if i make myself drinks now i will pour it into a shot glass to get the correct measurement and like make my drink after that (laughs) but that's just like and like i think part of it too is just i hate throwing up so i just can't i can never get to like a bad point just because I would rather die than throw up, so. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't measure. And, I mean, now I guess a lot of people who drink around me will, like, they can attest to. I kind of, I am a lightweight, but I kind of. I can like, if I, if, if I If I want, I'm going to go a little. I, I, I'm right. a lightweight who goes hard, even though they're a lightweight and so and i also just like i do like alcohol right um, and but you so can also I, handle yourself like no matter yeah. what but i do i do make questionable decisions while drunk and usually they are specifically <laughs> alcohol related like ooh, i have white wine but i also have tequila so like i must mix them <laughs> oh gosh just like very that would make me puke oh no, my did. goodness i did that and then i ate like I think I was at Emily's and I ate like frozen spinach. <laughs> I think I think she heated it up and then like drenched it in hot sauce. Ew. And then I ate that. And then I spent like the next two days completely ill. Oh. And I've never done that again. But oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Well, I hope that you will we will we will one day together at the same time, probably in different you'll you'll be in Colorado I'll be here but we should drink wine out of Pringles can just because I'm interested to see what it would be like and I feel like um like wouldn't the cardboard 
get soggy thought, and get like, ruined or it, is it like it plastic it? lined on the inside Maybe. and like how do you pick what flavor pairings to like is it a red is it a white like do you have to pair like a red with like pizza flavored pringles do you also, not clean it out first or are the pringles still in it no i think you take the pringles out but like oh. the seasoning the like oh, okay the flavor <laughs> like you know it's like aged barrels of something but like the pringle yeah. flavor would remain Honestly, that just sounds disgusting. Like, I don't know. Which wines? I feel like salt and vinegar might pair with like a good Riesling. (laughs) I don't know anything about wines. They all taste the same to me. And I don't spend more than $3 on a wine if I don't have to because I think it's all a scam. But I'm I'm intrigued. I'm just like wondering. And I also want an excuse to eat. A whole thing of Pringles because I don't even remember the last time I had Pringles, but they're pretty good. Oh yeah! All right, next time we'll uh, we'll have Pringles <laughs> and some alcohol. <laughs> Sounds dangerous, but okay. I'm I'm down. We, we can podcast and drink. There are no rules against that. Our music is the track Wasteland by Joseph McDade. His Patreon and our podcast sources will be linked in the podcast description below. Any mistakes are entirely our own, so check out our wonderful sources for the most accurate information about these cases. We talk about some tough subject matter on our show. If you or someone you love is in need of support, please reach out to the Crisis Text Line by texting HOME to 741741. They are available 24-7 and will connect you with a trained crisis counselor. You can also reach the National Domestic Violence Hotline by calling 1-800-799-7233. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Join us next week for another episode of Pink Collar, a true crime podcast.